0: Welcome back to the The McCoy Show. Our guest in the middle segment is uh, Caleb Maupin, who is from the International Action Center. We'll be discussing the ongoing situation in Syria with the U.S. wanting to insert itself further into the Civil War and about yesterday's anti-war rally that they organized in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the show, Caleb. Glad to be here. Oh, I'm glad to have you. Um, I think most of our listeners remember the lead-up to the Iraq war with Hans UN WMD search team finding nothing, Colin Powell falling on his presidential aspiration sword with his infamous UN speech complete with foggy pictures, Dick Cheney playing in late Tim Russert like a well-oiled oiled fiddle every Sunday on Meet the Press leading up to the war, Judith Miller using Dick Cheney's numerous ramblings and telephone uh, on the telephone as claims as uh, facts for her stories, which ran on the front page of the New York Times, and, of course, the infamous quote, we don't want the smoking gun to be a mushroom cloud in the sky. Fast forward 10 years to today, what, to what is currently happening in, in Syria. A civil war has been happening for two years. Uh, the, the U.S. you know, people have been kind of ignoring it for the last two years as well. Since the coverage of the civil war has been spotty po- uh, prior to the possible direct U.S. involvement, can you give us a summary of the Civil War and what we want to inject ourselves into?
1: Well, essentially, uh, the U.S. has already injected itself in. This Civil War is manufactured by the United States. Um, Our tax dollars are directly going to a group of people called the Syrian rebels, most of which aren't Syrian. Many are from Qatar and Jordan, um, uh, places like Libya, and have been imported. And there is a civil war going on. And these rebels in Syria are committing crimes against humanity. Um, You know, they're going into villages. They're, They're killing people. Um, they they uh, they're, they're just doing outrageous things. The United Nations has reported that they're actively recruiting children to, as young as eleven and twelve to fight in their ranks, and it's a bloody conflict um, between between these rebels that are supported by our tax dollars and the Syrian government. And these rebels are losing; they're losing because they don't have support on the ground. The people of Syria don't support them. Most of them aren't Syrian, and they're they're doing awful things. People came and go onto onto the, the roads in Syria because they're afraid of being hit by rebel snipers. I mean, that's how. How, how intense the violence is there, and, yeah. and people people don't support the rebels, and they're losing. And so the U.S. wants to send cruise missiles to do what what the rebels can't do for them. And and this talk of a chemical weapons attack is is, is outrageous because these these rebels have been using sarin gas. They have been using sarin nerve, nerve gas. Carlo Del Ponte from the United Nations confirmed these rebels have used chemical weapons before. So. It's a very frightening situation, and there's a war going on, and essentially essentially, there's a talk of a cruise missile strike. Now these rebels, being funded by our tax dollars, are losing.
0: Yeah, one of the things that you just reminded me of is one of the WikiLeaks documents that Chelsea Manning leaked. was, uh, it, was it was a diplomatic cable talking about how the U.S. can destabilize uh, Syria. They're basically doing that now
1: yeah i mean it's a destabilization campaign uh, you know they were they were at the at the march yesterday there was almost a thousand people many of them syrian i mean the overwhelming majority of them were syrian people and they talked about how in syria for the, for the longest time there were christians there were muslims jews and alawites living together peacefully i mean it was not it was not a country where there was civil war and, and, and violence and all of a sudden now there's there's violence going on and, and it's just it's just disgusting and they're out, outraged they're filled with outrage about this they see their country as being essentially torn apart but you look at all the countries the U.S. has invaded recently—Iraq, you know, Afghanistan. None of them do they ever set up a stable government? It's about creating uh, chaos, replacing stability with chaos, and that's happening all over the Middle East. It's very frightening.
0: Yeah, it is, and that's one of the weird things too. Is like um, with Iraq and Afghanistan, like you were saying, you're you're basically destabilizing countries in the chaos, and even. You know, I mean, I don't understand what the point of this is Is if you're going to lob a few cruise missiles into Syria. I mean, what, why do you want chaos? Isn't that where bad things happen?
1: Right. But they see the Assad government as a government that won't obey them. Yeah. The Assad government has supported the Palestinian people. Uh, it has an economy, which is very much a planned economy. It's not. It doesn't just do what Wall Street says. You know, they provide free education and health care to the people. It's a government that won't obey Wall Street, and so they want it to go, and they want to replace it with chaos. It's very frightening.
0: Yeah. For, uh, but oh, I'm we sorry. We don't need
1: this. Uh, we can't afford it with the, with the budget crisis in this country. They're closing hospitals and schools. They're laying off teachers. This is a frightening situation. All the, the money that could be spent Uh, You know, on this war, this $1 million for every missile, that could go to to provide for basic human needs in this country, but instead it's going to a war in Syria. That's outrageous.
0: Oh, it is outrageous. Um, One of the other outrageous things I was reading about was um, the rebels that the U.S. is funding are basically religious fundamentalists. Uh, Can you talk more about that, and have we learned nothing from our involvement in Afghanistan in the early 80s?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the forces that, that became, you know, quote-unquote al-Qaeda originally were in Afghanistan, and they were fighting the Soviet Union after the, you know, the people of Afghanistan had a popular revolution and, and started having, a, you know, a democratic reforms So you know, the U.S. sent in the Mujahideen to bring them down, and the Soviet Union sent in their troops to defend Afghanistan from the Mujahideen. And, then, you know, essentially, you know, the, the forces that are now Al- al-Qaeda were the people that were supported by our tax dollars in the 80s. Uh, to, to fight the Soviet Union. And now here in, in uh, Syria, you see a similar situation where, where um, a, a lot of the chants, and this is something, there was a woman I, I met who, who is, was kind of a diplomat who, who actually just walked up to the march, and she said she speaks Arabic. And when she sees these, these rebel marches in Syria, she hears them chanting. In Arabic, they're chanting. Oh, I lost
0: you what? just for a second. What, was, what were they chanting? I think
1: we some extreme Sunnis
0: I think we're having cell connections. Um, what were the, uh, one more one more time, and I'll try to reconnect with you. What were they uh, screaming to the um, in Arabic?
1: They're screaming death to Alawites. Oh, okay. Death to Alawites. Alawites uh, are, are viewed by some extreme Sunni sects as a as a heretical thing, and so they're calling for death of, for for this religious group.
0: I oh mean, wow! These,
1: these rebels have promised if they come to power. There will be mass slaughter of Christians and Alawites in Syria. They want they want to 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 kill people on an ethnic basis. That's that's who the U.S. is funding these these people who want to want to kill the Christians and Alawites of Syria. That's very frightening.
0: Yeah, it is frightening. I also um, the other frightening part to the aspect to this is I read a piece in the Nation last night, which makes a case that um, this kind of legislation that is in front of the Congress to approve these air missile strikes is kind of an unlimited mandate. So we can see shock and awe part two. Um, So again, we took out Syria's infrastructure. What's the second part of this plan?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, and, you know, they're talking now, um, you know, they're talking of a 90-day bombing campaign, 90 days of bombing. Can you imagine how much damage can be done to, to human life in 90 days of bombing? I mean, that's, that, I mean that, that, that's thousands of innocent people dead. That's hospitals, schools destroyed. The power plants wiped out. I mean, that's essentially a plan to just to destroy a country. I mean, we can't allow this to happen. Uh, if you look at all, the, all the, the history of U.S. involvement, never have they, you know, made things better for the people. In Yugoslavia, you know, they bombed and destroyed Yugoslavia. The people there aren't any better off. You know, I mean, you can go down the line. Nowhere has the U.S. ever made life better. In Libya right now, people are miserable. We're hearing all about how evil Gaddafi is, but are the people of Libya any any better off? since the, the NATO missiles went in and destroyed Libya? No, no, they're not. I mean, that country's been destroyed, so we, we can't allow this to happen, and we need to be in the streets. And the overwhelming majority of the public is against this war. That's the exciting thing about it. Oh, definitely. Something like 89% of the public opposes this war. They see that this is madness, so we got to do something about it. That's the point.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that the Syrian government didn't march to Wall Street step. What do you think about the Washington Post that ran an op-ed yesterday that suggested that uh, the strike against Syria is really a proxy war with Iran by getting rid of Iran Close ally.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the Syrian government. There's kind of a global network of countries that are standing up to the U.S. Uh, the U.S. government. Uh, you know, you have um, you have you know Syria, Iran, Russia, China, Venezuela, Cuba, North Korea. These are countries with different ideologies, different religions, different world outlooks. But they're all kind of coming together and saying, "We're gonna we're gonna follow our own orders. We're not gonna do what the Wall Street banks and the IMF. We're not gonna do what they say." And it's kind of a global network, and you know, you uh, know, the basis of that Iranian oil, uh, you know, is, is part of that that global network, and and the U.S. really wants to strike that down. The U.S. wants global economic hegemony, and so and so that's that's really what's going on here, and, and it's very very frightening because the U.S. economy. I mean, we're we're dealing with this this economic crisis. We're still in. I mean, there hasn't been a recovery, and so many countries are just are just realizing that they don't really have a stake in this global capitalist economy set up by the United States, and this alternative economy has been set up and. And the U.S. wants to strike that down with cruise missiles.
0: Yeah, if you go to your website, which is IACenter.org, you can click on a link to a fact sheet, which some of the facts blew my mind since uh, before putting this segment together, I only had a cursory knowledge of what was happening with the U.S. propaganda effort to get overtly involved in Syria's uh, civil war. The biggest mind blower is that despite what you hear on TV, there is absolutely no evidence or confirmation that the Assad government carried out alleged uh, chemical attacks against people. What else from the fact sheet do people need to know?
1: Well, people, people need to know that the Daily Mail, which is a, one of the most prominent British newspapers, actually ran a story.
0: Uh, I think we lost you again?
1: Uh, the, the Daily Mail in Britain, one of the okay. most prominent British newspapers, actually ran a story in January saying that these rebels were planning to carry out a chemical attack and blame it on the Assad government in order to justify U.S. intervention. Can you believe that? Yeah. They actually admitted in the press they were planning to carry out a chemical attack. Uh, these rebels have been caught with sarin gas on numerous, numerous occasions. There's very, very little chance that the Assad government carried out this attack. They asked the inspectors to come to Syria. They actually requested them to come to the country. And this chemical attack took place 10 miles away from where they're staying. So you're telling me the Assad government will invite inspectors in and, and then release, release gas 10 miles away from where they're staying? I mean, that, that's outrageous. The Assad government has essentially won this war on the ground you know, why why would they, they then release gas so that then there could be a pretext for, for intervention. I mean this this whole thing doesn't make sense. I mean there's 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 little doubt in my mind that it, it's clear the Assad government rebels as a pretext for intervention. And and don't you know, that may sound like a crazy conspiracy theory, but they've done this before. I mean with fact yeah. there was weapons of mass destruction except they weren't there. You know, with the Gulf War, there was all this talk that Saddam Hussein was throwing babies from incubators. So the U.S. had to go into Kuwait, and that all turned out to be a lie. The woman who was appearing on CNN and saying that that was actually a family. I mean, the whole thing was fake. We've been lied to many times. Remember the main, right, before the, the, the U.S. intervention in with the talk of the main? The ship had, had sunk in Spain. It turned out it hadn't been, shunk, been sunk. It was it was not sunk by the Spanish. It was sunk sunk in Cuba by mechanical failures. Yeah. they will lie to take us. They will lie and they are lying right now. They want another war and we have to say no. We need money for jobs and schools and education in this country. We need you know the mail come on time. The post office out all over this country. That's a basic social service. It's even in the Constitution. And they want to close it. The austerity agenda comes with war. War and austerity walk hand in hand. So if we want to defend, you know, jobs and education and all the things people need, we need to oppose war.
0: Yeah, one of the ironic things about this whole line in the sand that was drawn if chemical weapons are used is the fact that we are so like, oh, you can't use those. But we are, you you know, we ourselves use them with the most recent example that comes to mind is the white phosphorus attack in Fallujah in 2004.
1: Yeah. Wow, and white phosphorus. You want to talk about a deadly chemical weapon. I mean that, I mean burns up people's skin and the Israeli government openly uses that continuously in in their efforts and there's no conversation about that. Uh, you know, most of these chemical weapons attacks we hear about, they weren't invented in Africa or Asia or, or Latin America. They were invented in the United States. the Pentagon spends you know billions and billions of dollars, you know, into in research and developing new ugly chemical weapons that can be used to kill people. And couldn't that money be used for, like, maybe developing a cure for cancer, maybe, uh, you know, something like that? But instead it's being used for, for this kind of frightening military research. I mean, you can see the U.S. economy is just so well-structured around war for a small, super-rich one-percenters. You know, it's very frightening, and we're learning a lot about, you know, the basic way U.S. society works. This this whole situation in Syria shows what's wrong with the global capitalist system and, and the way it's set up.
0: What do you think of the so-called Plan B that has re- been recently floated out there, where Assad has one week to turn over his chemical weapons? Well, the thing is, Assad
1: has no problem doing that, and that's, that's the interesting thing. I mean, Assad, I mean, you know, it says, fine, you know, you want my chemical weapons? Fine. He hasn't... Chemical weapons. He has no need for them, and and this whole thing, this may be an out because Britain was against this war. The UK Parliament voted against it. Uh, you know, so many countries are against it. Essentially, the United States and France on their own, and even domestically, the populations of the United States and France are are overwhelmingly opposed to this. And I think that 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 they realize that that an attack on Syria could essentially it could lead to World War III because that that could get a, Iran involved, it could get Russia and China involved, and I think there may be some sections in the houses of power that are that are nervous and they don't want to. They they know that that this is a little this is a little more. They'll have bitten off a little more they can, than they can chew, as 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 you might say. Yeah. And I think they're they they might be looking for a way out. But the thing is, Assad Assad hasn't. been, Chemical weapons. It's the rebels that have been using chemical weapons, and and I think that I think that this may be kind of a diplomatic way out for the U.S. That doesn't mean this is over. I mean, how many times did they threaten to invade Iraq before they finally did? It just means that this this incident and this may be a, without a war that this be resolved. Just the people overwhelmingly need. We don't need a new war.
0: Yeah. Are there any local actions in Southern California that International Action Center care, plans to carry out so people can get involved with the anti-war movement?
1: Well, you know, the folks with uh, the Los Angeles and San Francisco International Action Center are great folks. You know, I was out there in L.A. to build uh, a stop war on Iran demonstration, you know, with, with John Parker and, and Maggie and others. And I, I can promise you that they're doing everything they can to stop this war and, and that, that they'll have plenty, plenty of actions planned. Uh, the, the recent news, you know, has kind of, you know, we're, we're going to figure out what 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 action to take, but I am confident that we'll be out in the streets like we always are, making clear that, that we're opposed and trying to build resistance on behalf of the people. I can guarantee you that. So go to IACenter.org and find out what we're up to, because we'll be doing something. I can promise you that.
0: And my guest for this segment has been uh, Caleb Baupin from the International Action Center. Thanks for being on the show this morning. And glad to be
1: here. And good Thank luck you with your
0: much. actions. Sure thing. Okay, yep. th- this is the Heather Bye. Show. Bye.